Hi, I'm Dr. Jen, and this is my little brother, Coach Doug. And we are Mindful Vibe. So that's huge that your relationships will grow as you nurture the one with yourself. Yeah. And then the two I have is the first one is always going to be the most important part of relationship is the relationship between you and you. Because if you don't know how you're feeling, if you're not aware of your emotions, you really don't know where the heck you're headed. Hello, welcome to another episode of Mindful Vibin'. We are your hosts, Dr. Jennifer Huberty and Coach Douglas White. My brother Douglas is a former major league pitching coach and pitching director and currently is a consultant coach for anyone seeking to better themselves. That includes professional athletes, organizations, business execs, entrepreneurs, and the general public. And my sister, Jennifer Huberty, is an associate professor in the College of Health Solutions at Arizona State University, and is the director of science for the mobile meditation app, Calm. We came together to create Mindful Vibing to share our experiences, insights into our own personal growth journeys. Good job, Doug. And that is why we are here with you today. Good job. Yes. Yeah, so quick recap, whistle while you work. We just finished the three-part series. We talked about routines at work. We talked about resilience at work, leadership, and the relationship with you inside of your work, right? Balance, all that good stuff, right? So if you haven't yeah. checked that out yet, please go back because actually I thought those that three-part series probably some of our best work overall. Totally. It was fun too. And it was a rec- recommendation from an audience member. Yeah. And so what are we getting into now? So today we thought we'd start with another three-part series, but this time on relationships. Today we're going to start with our own. We're going to talk about, you know, kind of what we think relationships are and um, hone in a little bit on Doug and myself's relationship. And then in uh, two other episodes, we'll um, talk about partners and uh, children. So without further ado, I will introduce our magical wizard of words, Douglas Bryant White, who will tell us, let me guess, the definition of a relationship Doug, go ahead and read your definition from the dictionary, please. Basically, that was way too long. Like you were doing pretty good every time you would talk about like a word sleuth or you like did a couple other things I thought were pretty funny. But that one was like way too much. Way okay, too much. just shut up and do the relationship. Define relationship. Okay, here we go. The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. I actually like that last part, the state of being connected, because um, as we're about to go into, for me, uh, the way I've learned it and the way I have practiced it for quite some time is, and I keep trying to do the work on it, is uh, your relationship between you and you, physical you, non-physical you, how that blends together to make your whole Um, and how you can have that constant communication, obviously with your emotional guidance system, but just that constant communication, like you literally speaking to yourself, you know, if you want to say it. But uh, before we got on this um, podcast, Jennifer did read some science for me. And actually, I thought I was like, damn, this is pretty good. Like, this is the most up to speed I've ever heard 
science uh, speak. It well, pretty- it was basically a, a article that was published, and we'll put it in the show notes. But it was a team of scientists who reviewed a lot of the um, literature related to relationships, and they kind of came up with their own theory about how relationships work. And they basically say that the cultivation of relationships starts with the person. And there's interpersonal elements of awareness, groundedness, embodiment, and dialogue. And if we just focus on groundedness, you know, in terms of the essence of times, groundedness, you know, when a person is grounded, they're aware, right? They're focused and they are in touch with their um, emotions. So one who is in touch with their emotions is grounded and connected mind and body. And so good grounding is being in the present moment and the person at that time can articulate their experience. They can explore, recognize, name, and get in touch with their own body, action, feelings, and thoughts. So that's huge. That's awesome. Groundedness keeps a person from being lost in the past, lost in their stories, lost in their belief systems, lost in past experiences. And the grounded person, this is the most important part, will be carried to the next experience from awareness of the body to the emotion, to the cognitive aspect and the visceral response. So it's like, I'm aware, aware of my emotions, the thought process, and then how I'm responding. Yeah. So that's huge. That's the, that's what these scientists put together to say, this is successful relationships with partners. So yeah. I thought it was a great way to, to get us started. Cause we're all, we're in alignment with this completely. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was a great. Uh, I don't know, lack of a better term, great definition, you know, or uh, um, synopsis, I guess, of of relationships and how to how to be present and what that presence uh, does for you. I thought that was great. So what what we thought we'd discuss first before we go into Jennifer and mine relationship as an example, you know, to start off this three part series, is like the baseline deal for all relationships. Because for me, I always, I, you know, it's just me as a coach. I always want to go back to like, okay, what's our baseline? Wait, like what's our foundation, right? Right. What is the infrastructure that it starts with? Yeah. So if you lose your way, you always know how to get back to home, right? Yeah. Okay. So the one thing we talked about is it's not about them. It's about you, right? What is going on with you? So your ability, again, to have your relationship with you, and that's the first things first, and it all starts with emotional awareness, right? Mm -hmm. So how you're feeling first, where you are on that emotional scale is huge, right? Because then you know how you're feeling before you either react or respond to another person, right? Right. You're in that relationship with at that time, could be co-worker, could be a walker buyer, could be your lover, whatever the situation is, right? But if you don't know how you're feeling and you're just reacting all the time and, you know, flying off the cuff, it's going to be tough to run a real relationship with somebody. Yeah. I think like, you know, a lot of times people, you know, say stuff about Roger and my relationship because, you know, it seems pretty strong. And I think one of the biggest things is that when I get upset with Roger which isn't very often, but when it happens, I literally say to myself, okay, Jen, what's going on with you right now? 
This is check-in. If you're starting to get angry at him, what, what's going on with you? Maybe I had a bad day at work. Maybe I'm not liking my body in the moment. Maybe whatever. I got to work on that stuff before I start reacting to somebody else. It's just what we just talked about with those, um, with that article. So anyway, um, that's all about, it's not about them. It's about you. It's checking in with you. What's going on for you. And so the next thing with that is, do you want to be right or do you want to feel good? Right. So because if you can give up you having to feel right inside of any relationship, understanding that it's more about the guidance of you want to feel good. You want to take a perspective of feeling good because that that's a win-win all the time. Right. And so if you can let go of, I got to be right. I got to be right. I got to be right. Which is like, man, when you look back to any arguments that you've had in the history of relationships, any type of relationship, I guarantee a lot of those are going to be pinned to being right. I know for me, a lot of my earlier relationships with a a partner, you know, a young lady, it was definitely a lot of conversations about uh, right or wrong. And they were worthless conversations. I was just, yeah, there's just no reason for those arguments whatsoever. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things that it's, not that important. It's really not that important to be right, right? It's more important to feel good. It's more important to feel love with the, with yourself and then share that love with somebody else. And sometimes it's just being honest and saying, I have this urge to be right, but it really doesn't matter in the end because my love for myself and for you is more important, right? So even having honesty. Yeah. About it. And we thought one way to take a look at that is like, it's just people sharing their perspectives with you. It doesn't mean they're trying to prove you wrong. You know, you you can always take a stance of, oh, well, this person is just sharing their opinions with me. They're not trying to back me in the corner. They're not trying to make me right. wrong. Or not a personal attack. Yeah. No matter what the discussion is about or how heated it gets or whatever, you can always take the perspective of. Oh, it's just another person's perspective and that's cool. And then you don't have to be on the defense and then you don't have to defend something uh, and again, try to be right because it's, 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 yeah, it's a lost cause. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the last one we had was um, letting everyone off the hook. Right. Or another way to say that is give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Which to me, to me means, you know, compassion. Like my, my thing is, you don't know the other person's story. So you always have to think about how it could be for the other person. Yeah. And that helps, you know, that helps the helps ease. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. If you're showing compassion for the people in front of you, then it's kind of like, you're okay with how they are, like how they are, who they are. You're okay with them. If they got a vent, you understand it's not personal. You understand yeah. that it's about whatever it is they're going through and you're okay with them being who they are because you see them uh, through the, the eyes of source. You th- you see them through the eyes of love. Right, and, right. Yeah, and so you, you can do that, exactly. And so yeah. now it comes to our relationship, right? And the, the statement I wrote this on our- scary. Oh, well, it Brace could yourself, be people. Yeah, you, you guys should- <laughs> yeah. Like right now, me and Jennifer have a helmet on. There's uh, yeah, we're going, we're going us. to war. We're yeah. going to bat. 
that's not true at all. We're not going to work. <laughs> okay. So, but this yeah. is the, this is the statement I, I I wrote, you know, on the on the outline when me and Jen were going through this. I said how we have grown as our vibration has grown, right? As as I've chosen to take a look at myself and how I show up in my world and, and the kind of person I'm wanting to be, then the relationship with my sister has gotten better. Yeah. So I would say that, sorry, just a sec. I would say that how we have grown as my relationship with myself yes. has grown. It's that's, the same thing. That's, that's how, yeah, yeah, totally. But I'm just giving it to our audiences. And another way to say it is like, we have grown because myself with myself has grown just like yourself with yourself has grown. So one, one analogy we have, there's like the, the billboard analogy where like you're driving down the road, you've been driving down that same road for, for years. All of a sudden you look up and you're like, has that billboard always been there? And maybe it has been actually, it has been there, but you didn't realize it because you just weren't in the space to mm-hmm. notice it, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have that in your in your in your wavelength in your frequency, right? You weren't so, aware. You weren't ready. Yes, and so as uh, you know, for me and my sister, you know, we've had tons of conversations where I would go to her about something, or she would come to me about something, and it's like, it, it, you know, as as we've had our own, just like we just said, we had our own personal realizations, our own personal growth. Now we started to realize, oh, that's pretty interesting. Hey, we we have this type of relationship now. We could talk about this. It's much easier to do this. Uh, we don't get in each other's hair as quite as often, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I think because I think it's important to know, like we were we are we are brothers and sisters, and we grew up in a house with three kids, you know, two parents, and like we argued and we bickered and we didn't like and we liked and we like whatever we did. We had we had lots of. Um, you know, miscommunication and arguments and all those kinds of things. But, you know, when I moved out first, obviously, because I was the oldest one, it kind of separated things, right? Like we were separate. And even in that space, I remember in college, you know, we shared an apartment, you, me and Mackenzie. And I remember there were a lot of decisions that you made that I did not like. (laughs) We won't share details of these situations, but I did not like them. And so, you know, we argued on that, but then at the same time, we would be friends over like, oh, let's go to this party together. Or, oh, you know, like whatever. So it's like we had our ups and downs all through those times. But I think now in this, in our adult lives and we're living our own lives. Um, and like you said, you've had your growth, you've, your, your relationship with yourself has grown and all the things that you've learned about yourself through your baseball experiences has really, you know, empowered you and myself I've had you know my daughter dying and you know my relationship with my husband and all these things that have brought me to yoga and meditation and this desire to have a relationship with myself and um and those two things put together has helped us just as you said you know grow our own our relationship together so that we can have a good healthy happy relationship yeah I I think the the biggest thing is again we for the most part we both know how we personally react to things and and we know who we are and we we know what's triggering us and so on and so forth so eventually we come to where if we do have a disagreement we realize that it's coming from inside of us 
uh, and not the other person. So we did want to share an experience. Yeah. yeah. Something we had recently, like within the last two weeks where, again, like me and my sister, we don't, we don't fight. We don't argue yeah. uh, really hardly ever at all. And then if we do, it's, it's disposed of pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, where before back in the day, <laughs> it was like, man, we had bombs that were dropped and we might not talk for a few weeks, you know? Sure. Um, but so how it is now, like we had this experience, uh, we wanted these uh, two lovely ladies on our, our, our podcast, but timing was goofy. And I didn't, for me personally, my guidance was saying, man, I, I don't like the timing of this. I don't like how this is unfolding. This feels forced. And Jennifer was looking at another way, like, dude, we're totally good. Uh, we just, uh, you know, need to re, uh, you know, what it was, it reorganize it or what have you, or reschedule it, whatever. Yeah. So what was going on there? Like with me personally, I was feeling like I didn't know how to communicate with my sister, the guidance I was receiving about it. And then on top of that, so I was holding that in. And then on top of that, I was judging how we were being perceived by these uh, professionals who we were going to have on our um, podcast. Right. So, but let me just interject because at this, I'm just trying to tell the story at the same time that you were feeling that way, I was on the other end receiving communications from Doug and I was sitting in like, Literally, I was watching my son's soccer game and I was smiling and I'm like texting <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's upset. Yeah. And he's, he was, you know, Doug was just communicating me in the way he said he didn't really know how to communicate it to me. And so it was coming out in a way that wasn't exactly ideal. But I, I, I literally, I, I was able to say to myself, Jen, this has nothing to do with you. It has to do with Doug. Doug's working with Doug right now. So this, he's not projecting. This is not about like, so nothing to take personal, nothing. And I'm good. And I'm, I'm, I feel fine about this. He's got to figure it out. Right. Yeah. And then I remember as soon as I said that to myself, I, I remembered, well, geez, like check in. Doug just needs to be a little reminder to check in. I literally just said, Doug, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not upset. I'm good. Just, I just suggest that you check in. And as soon as I said that, I feel like then it flipped. You were able to be like, okay. And and then I said, I think you're thinking a little bit too much about what they're going to think and they don't care. Nobody cares. (laughs) And then I think you were at that point, that was it. You were like, okay, you know, now I'm able, then you just went from your heart where you're like, I didn't feel, I don't feel good. And you communicated it in a very good way. And by the end of the day, we were on to whatever else we were doing. Yeah. Well, the, the, that, the, that story is, it's, it's pretty accurate, except for the fact that the the realization for me was uh, very important in the fact that I realized I was feeling this way because I was um, judging myself and us for treating these people, these professional people in this manner. But then realizing, well, wait a minute. I don't even, first of all, I don't know how they feel. Uh, and, and second of all, who says you have to be this, like like things need to happen this way or they have to unfold way or this is exactly. professional and this is not exactly. professional. Exactly. Yes, but in the, in the moments of having thoughts 
that are like, well, this is not professional. This is how I, not how I normally do it. I don't cancel. I don't this, I don't that, you know, that kind of stuff. I had to go, oh, wait a minute. Is that a flawed premise? Is that just bullshit beliefs or is that real stuff? And so the moment I realized, oh no, that this is bullshit beliefs. I don't need to think or feel this way anymore. I immediately had a release of resistance. I felt relief. And then I was like, okay. So it could have been the same time that you, you know, you were saying whatever you're saying on the text. I, I, I didn't remember it that way. I just remembered, I looked inside, I was like, man, Doug, you are making this up. Yeah. And so you don't have to make this up anymore. Here's why you're making it up. I realize it. And then like we, like we said here, we yeah. obviously don't have to um, kill this, but yeah. So Jen, so I, I, and I didn't apologize to Jennifer. I didn't say I was sorry. I just, just checked myself and said, well, all right, here's what's going on. I think I told you like, yeah, I think, you know, I'm just but, I'm yeah, but there was, in this manner. Yeah. And I never felt because I was good with where I was at with myself and it like, I never, it was never like he should apologize to me. Sure. Like I never had any of that. So anyway, so I think we should go into the takeaways now and give our audience some things to think about till the next episode. So the first one is that I think is super important is giving everyone the benefit of the doubt, because that to me is about self or not self-compassion, but compassion for others. Right. So it just eases things a bit, takes things down a notch, at least for me. Um, what is their story? What could be happening for them? Just thinking those thoughts are helpful. And then the second thing I think is that, and Doug and I have talked about this, our relationship has grown between the two of us because we have individually grown our relationship with ourselves. We have had this Doug with Doug, Jen with Jen, and now Doug and Jen work out great. So that's huge that your relationships will grow as you nurture the one with yourself. Yeah. And then the two I have is the first one is always going to be the most important part of relationship is the relationship between you and you. Because if you don't know how you're feeling, if you're not aware of your emotions, you really don't know where the heck you're headed. And also in regards to um, having a relationship with another person, if you know how you're feeling, you can be a little more honest about your responses, about your reactions uh, about your communication to where like, if you don't feel very good in that moment, you don't like how the conversation has turned for whatever reason. It's like, Hey, I don't feel very good. If I respond from this feeling place, this is probably not going to be a very good conversation. Yeah. So let's get a little space. Let me feel a little better. And then we can come and revisit it if we feel like it at that time, you know? And then the second one um, is, do you want to feel good or do you want to be right? Uh, and and feeling good is always going to be the road that we suggest uh, okay. everybody uses, including ourselves, obviously, uh, and not feeling like you have to be right because everybody's an individual. Everybody has their own opinions, their own perspectives, yada, yada, yada. And so uh, feeling good um, is how you're creating your life anyways. Um, and again, you know, being right is, is not that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think those are good takeaways and I'm excited to talk about, um, relationships with kids and, 
um, partners coming up in the next two episodes. Yeah. Okay. So thank you very much again for your time. Uh, follow, subscribe, share, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. See you next time. Thank you.